The CDC issuing a new warning now about monkeypox. I think, you know, at the beginning, when I saw the first reports about this, I'd expected it to be really limited to a certain country or to a certain area. Monkeypox infections are popping up around the world. And then all of a sudden you start seeing more reports popping up here and there. Monkeypox in New York City, Florida, Utah, and Washington State. And then you're like, wait a minute, what's happening? Hey there, Pulse Check listeners. This is Annie Reese. Carmen Pon is a global health reporter at Politico. You know, as a health reporter, but also as a sort of like normal human being nowadays, you know, every time you hear about a new disease or an existing disease that is causing, you know, more people to get sick, you're like, is this the new COVID? Is this happening again? On the show today, monkeypox and getting the risk messaging right about how big a deal this really is. Everyone is a bit more sensitive to this report and also afraid that, you know, yet another sort of plague is going to come and who knows what else we're going to have to do to protect ourselves and our loved ones from it. But fortunately, so far, it doesn't look like this is the new COVID. It doesn't look like it will have the same impact or that it's going to spread the same way or to the same extent. At the same time, you don't want to be complacent and, and tell people, don't worry about it. Don't think about it want them to be informed and understand how this transmits and how they can protect themselves from it, especially if they're um, somehow at a higher risk than the general population to get it. What is monkeypox and what does it do to you? So monkeypox is um, a virus um, that um, you can get infected with through close contact, either with animals that are infected or with other people who are infected. It is transmitted really close contact. So if you're like face to face with someone for a long time, um, obviously, if you have intimate relationship with that person or if you touch contaminated things like bedding or clothing or things like that, it is not a disease that can kill you. It rarely kills people. It can happen, but it's usually very rare. The most unpleasant part of it is that it starts with fever, but then it develops into a rash that can be either on some parts of your body or all over your body. As far as I understand, when it's all over your body is really the most severe part of the disease, but not everyone mm -hmm. would have that rash all over their bodies. And that rash is also like not well looking, you know, it's, it's sort of like these bumps that are, are filled with a pus-like substance, uh, you know, I understand it's very itchy and it can take up to four weeks to clear. Mm -hmm. Another expert I was talking to about this was telling me that in those four weeks, you are infectious as long as you have that rash. So that's when normally you should isolate and make sure that mm. you don't come in close contact with other people or that they do not come in close contact with things that you've potentially touched or used. Governments are warning against panicking, but they're also planning for the worst outcome. So I feel like there's this vibe of like, just don't pay any attention to all the scrambling that you're seeing. Can you kind of talk to me about that? Yes, I think that's that's the actual problem that governments have around the world in the countries where there have been reports of monkeypox infections. Because this is not COVID. The virus is very different than COVID. Um, it's a lot harder to transmit. Um, the contact between people has to be a lot closer than for COVID. But at the same time, governments don't want to be like some of them were in the early days of the COVID pandemic saying, don't worry about it. It's going to go away. It's no big deal. Mm -hmm. 
So I think some of them are towing the line between telling people not to panic, but also to be prepared just in case this really gets out of control. What has the messaging about monkeypox been from U.S. officials about how serious a threat this is? What have we been seeing? It has been a bit confusing at times. We saw President Biden uh, while on his trip to Asia saying everyone should be concerned about this. Just to Mm -hmm. say the next day, well, you shouldn't be as concerned as you should be about COVID. So it's it's been a bit confusing at times. And I think it does reflect what we were just talking about. So what is the picture of monkeypox right now in terms of kind of cases in Europe and the U.S.? We are seeing new cases being reported every day. I think the last time I checked, there were at least 200 something cases, if not even nearing 300 cases across mostly countries in Western Europe and North America. So Canada and the U.S. We are seeing more and more reported It's unclear whether this is also as a result of people being more aware of it, people going to get checked if they discover they have a rash on their bodies, or whether there's really a sort of like, you know, fast spread of the virus. But it's definitely concerning because it's unusual. Monkeypox usually comes from animals in heavily forested areas in countries in um, Central and Western Africa. So we've seen outbreaks there. There is an mm-hmm. outbreak um, of monkeypox in um, the Democratic Republic of the Congo and in Nigeria. I think the Democratic Republic of the Congo has reported more than a thousand cases since the beginning of the year. Mm. But you wouldn't expect that many cases to be reported outside of that area. Sometimes there will be people who get infected, who travel um, to a Western country and there will be a few cases. But this is unusual because there are so many cases across so many different countries happening more or less at the same time. Okay, so pretend that I am U.S. officials. What do you think, what is my dream scenario about what the American public thinks about this? What are U.S. officials trying to achieve or how could they really fall on their face here? That's the hardest part. And this is why I am always happy not to be a U.S. official or be in the shoes of a U.S. official. Um, Obviously, you want people to be aware of what's going on. You want people to be well-informed about what's going on. You want, the, you want to make sure that they do not fall prey to disinformation or misinformation. We've seen some circulating about COVID-19 vaccines potentially causing that, which, you know, doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to give them enough information that they're not scared about it, that they're aware about how they can protect themselves, while at the same time not panicking, understanding that this is not you know, a virus that lingers in the air like COVID does sometimes, that this is not a virus that you can easily catch if you go grocery shopping, for example, or to the mall. Um, This is a virus that really transmits through close contact with people. And we have seen it transmit um, in this particular outbreak um, among men who have sex with men. At the same time, World Health Organization officials um, have been clear that this is not a sexually transmitted disease and that people, you know, men who have sex with men should not be stigmatized because this is a virus that could transmit to everyone. So if two people are in close contact with each other, if they touch, you know, contaminated clothes or bedding, they could uh, potentially get monkeypox. There's polling data showing that the public's trust in public health organizations has fallen during COVID. If there is a larger outbreak in the U.S., would we have the tools to address this or what would you be most concerned about? 
So logically, we would have the tools. We know we have vaccines. The U.S. um, has already put orders for more of the vaccine that is already authorized for monkeypox. We've seen similar moves in Europe. The U.K. has even started vaccinating people. But I think one thing that is a bit the wild card and has been the wild card as well during the the current pandemic is, as you were saying, public trust and people's reaction. How much do they trust and follow the advice of public health officials or how much do they um, follow what they Mm -hmm. see on social media that may be, you know, people being confused or people, you know, intentionally spreading disinformation about this. Um, Mm -hmm. People may be trying drugs that are not approved just to make sure that they protect themselves or other methods. And then obviously the concern is also about stigmatizing men who have sex with men or certain groups where this might be spreading easily right now. And I think that's always the wild card is always so hard to predict how people are going to react. I think we can expect to see some of that, uh, given what we've lived through during the pandemic, but it's unclear to what extent that will happen, I would say. So you mentioned that the UK has started to vaccinate people We know that there's more than 100 million vaccine doses for monkeypox in the strategic national stockpile. What's the U.S. vaccination strategy here? So the vaccine strategy um, that's being used in the U.K. and most likely will be used in other countries if they decide to start vaccinating is the so-called ring strategy. So what you do is um, you trace the contact, the close contact of a person who is infected, and then you vaccinate those contacts. One thing Mm -hmm. about this vaccine is that it actually is effective after exposure. So if you've been exposed to monkeypox and you take the vaccine, the ideal timeframe for that is three days from exposure. You should Mm -hmm. most likely be protected from developing the disease. I think the recommendation is in the UK to be vaccinated between four to 14 days after you think you have been exposed to it. So we are not in a situation where everyone needs to be vaccinated against this. Um, now, um, a clarification on the stockpile that the U.S. has, there are 100 million of vaccines that are against smallpox. So that's a sort of like, you know, sibling of monkeypox um, that doesn't mm-hmm. exist anymore. But the vaccine uh, for it is also protective against monkeypox. Um, now, it's an older vaccine, so it has um, a bit like harder side effects. Mm. I understand that would be used if the need is really high. Now, there's a newer mm-hmm. vaccine that was approved by the FDA in 2019, and the U.S. has a thousand doses of that, and it doesn't have the same harsh side effects. So that will mm. be used first for this ring vaccination. And then, you know, the U.S. has order more and other countries have order more. So the plan is to use that vaccine. And the 100 million smallpox vaccine, I assume that will be used only sort of like worst case scenarios. What briefly would be like worst case scenario, purely hypothetically, and best case scenario? Worst case scenario, you know, I don't want to fear monger, but obviously it would be that this (laughs) spreads more and faster, Mm -hmm. that maybe somehow the virus has changed. Obviously, we're all aware of the, the, you know, coronavirus uh, variants. Um, The worst case scenario might be that this has changed in a way that we didn't know about. Mm -hmm. The best case scenario, obviously, would be that this outbreak kind of like resolves on its own, um, that it doesn't spread further, that most of the people, if not all of the people who have been infected, you know, just heal without any problem, that no one dies, and that this is just a sort of like wake up call to study this virus a bit closer and to try to stop the outbreaks um, of the source, as we were saying. 
So what are you really watching out for in the coming weeks? Um, how far this spreads, how it started. The other thing about this virus is that unlike coronavirus, you know, you are not, if you are infected, you are not asymptomatic. You will know that you have it. There will most mm-hmm. likely be a rash, at least on some parts of your body. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be easier to track. And then just to understand how it spread from where to where, and also how it can be contained. The other thing that I'm watching also as a global health reporter is the attention that this brings to monkeypox, because obviously most people maybe haven't heard about it or hear very rarely about this disease. And whether that also sort of like this attention in a way benefits this outbreaks of the source, Mm -hmm. as in, you know, there will be more attention to making sure that those countries have access to vaccines and these drugs um, to treat their people And also there's more investment into research, into stopping this before they happen. Obviously, it's not such a deadly disease, but it doesn't mean that there should be no investment in it. And that the countries that have been struggling with this for about 50 years should not be helped to contain them, you know, at the source. All right, that's our show for this week. I'm Annie Reese, and a big thank you to Carmen Pond from our healthcare team for joining me. PulseCheck's senior editor is Raghu Manavalan, and our executive producer is Jenny Ament. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you again next week. <laughs>